Every so often, we um, come up with these random episodes, um, and this time we're talking about 10 things that we've learned from running our own business. Uh, Maybe some things that we didn't even realize that we've learned. So stick around. This is going to be a cool one. This is The Marketing Natives, providing actionable ways to grow, improve, and succeed in your business. And now, your hosts, Christian and Aaron. Hey guys, so Christian just counted me in even though he's not the one behind the mic, so that's kind of funny. Um, Alright, so this will be a really fun episode for us. We're going to jump into number one here. Dang, this is... And Christian changed the title on us too, just so you yeah, know. Yeah, I changed the title. The thing is, we've done... Was it? What was it? Our brain ten. Yeah, we did a brain. T- no, we did a brain ten, but we also wrote a medium article too. Ten things that we learned from quitting our job. Mm. But that was like that. I think was. It was like uh, a month into quitting our jobs. Yes, it was. <laughs> like, what did we? What did we learn from quitting our uh, jobs after two months? Yeah, it's, it's like, like oh my gosh, nothing. <laughs> well, we said we've learned a lot, and we probably did learn a lot. Like, oh crap, <laughs> this yeah. is crazy. So, all right, number one here. Uh, you wrote this, so I'll ask you some questions, but you said number one was investing in your business is key. What do you mean by that? Yes. I mean, since the beginning, we've had this mentality of, you know, we have this vision or this goal to grow this business um, into something huge, really. Um, So we've always had that mentality of investing in our business and, you know, purchasing you know the, the if we need that software if we need equipment like okay let's get it that's gonna bring us closer to that goal um but in part of you know investing in your business is also uh investing in people right and, and hiring and hiring isn't cheap at all no um, so that's probably one of the the biggest things is um you know i don't think we were necessarily too focused on getting paid i guess you know mm-hmm. when people own their own business they're like yeah like i'm doing this because i want to get paid mm-hmm. but for us it was more of a okay we have this vision of we need to grow this business um if it, that means getting a pay cut during this time then that's fine but let's you know keep growing this business and putting more money into the business um so i think that's like I don't know, something that maybe doesn't have to be as extreme as we've done it, but it's something that, you know, I think every business owner needs to take into account is, you know, what's your long-term vision? What's your long-term goal? Mm-hmm. Um, and what is it going to take it, you know, to get there? And I mean, investing in your business is huge. Right. And I think that to give some context, we're both 29 as of now when we quit our jobs when we were 25. So when we're giving this context out there, it's like we were pretty young. Mm -hmm. So it's not like we both had families that we had to support with it, too. So we were able to make different decisions because of that. So everybody starts at different points. It's always a good time to start. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's just a matter of what that investment looks like for you guys. All right. Number two, you said being a leader and he capitalized the word and, and. a manager are equally important. So I think I kind of know what you mean with this, um, but you wrote a lot. So why don't you give us the version that you're thinking about? Um, yeah, I mean, so I mean, first off, you know, being a leader, being a manager, they're, they're two completely different things. And I feel like sometimes they get um you know, people use it interchangeably, like leadership and management are, you know, one and the same. Um, but I do think that they require different s- skills. Um, you know, mm-hmm. leadership is definitely more of a, 
you know, the vision or the long-term, you know, sustainability of the business, looking at the big picture. Um, well, management is more of the, you know, day-to-day, you know, accountability, you know, that type of, of, of role. Um, and I think that's something that, you know, we've had to learn as we especially grow our team is that we need to be both, you know, we need to be leaders. We need to be, you know, have that long-term vision always in place and be able to motivate people, um, to, you know, follow us into that goal, into that, uh, uh, achievement that we want to have. Um, but at the same time, we also need to be managers and, you know, make sure that we keep them accountable for, for, you know, the, the day to day, Mm -hmm. um, things that happen in the business. Yeah, so it's kind of a it's a blending mechanism, and I guess if anybody has figured out how to master the two already, uh, we'd be interested in understanding where that book is at <laughs> or where that uh, article is. There's a lot of people who I think are really good at leadership, um, like John Maxwell comes to mind, and there's a lot of people who talk about the management style, but I don't know if there is, and maybe again somebody can tell us, but I don't think there's a really good staple that says like here's you know, I'm kind of doing some blending thing with my hand here where the two of them are blended and like what this actually looks like specifically. Cause in a small business, if it's a big business, it's easy. Cause the leadership role is like, okay, look, I just have managers report to me mm-hmm. and they kind of take care of that. Where in a small business. You have to like, okay, this is our vision for the company. And then like you said earlier, okay, now I got to do the management side cause I got to make sure that this is done and, and also take care of clients. So it's like, your management and leadership hat are like literally simultaneously on at the same time. And it's just like flipping them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think another idea with this number two that keeps coming to mind is, you know, uh, you know, educating yourself and reading books and listening to podcasts and all that stuff. Like it's all great and it will definitely help out. Um, but until you just go through those things, um, you're not necessarily going to learn, um, from them. So, um, being a leader, being a great manager, I think there's a lot of just trial and error um, and a lot of failing mm-hmm. um, in order to become truly good and great. Nice. It sounds like that could be a good a book from good to great, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> is, that a, is that a book already? Yeah. <laughs> by Jim Collins. You should go check it out. It's an amazing book. All right. Number three, you can definitely live on less income than you think. All right. So my question to you is how much income did you think that you could live on? Like, you don't have to say a number, but maybe like, oh, I could, I could live on like, you know, say you had your regular job. You're like, oh, I can live on half of what my regular salary was whenever I quit my job to starting the business or, or like, I don't know how to do it without giving it a number or whatever, but like, is there a percentage you were like, yeah, I can, I can sacrifice a little bit. Like, I don't really need to like get groceries. I can, you know, I can, you know buy some ketchup or (laughs) no i mean i don't think i have a number or specific you know thing in mind but i think for this you know i was just looking back at you know what we were getting paid when we first started it was just like nothing Mm -hmm. um and the way that we i don't remember how much it was did we pay ourselves five hundred dollars something like that yeah yeah it was that $500 plus, like, if we got extra or something, like, we'd pay ourselves a little bit more, maybe. Yeah. And, I mean, we had savings and, you know, different things that sort of made us stay afloat <laughs> for a little bit. And I think the company else, like, because we were investing so much in the company, um, I think at that point, like, it paid for gas and maybe a lot of the meals and stuff like that. So yeah. um, we were just sort of, you know, trying to make that work. But I think, I mean, I think adjusting from 
you know, I, and I put here, like I had Spotify premium before I started this. Um, and I had to cut back on the cancel my Spotify premium. Um, maybe not eat out as often. Um, I remember when I actually had it, you know, a good tell like I would go and buy clothes and like all the stuff that I don't know. Like, yeah, you do need, you know, clothing, you need these nice things, but you don't necessarily, it's not a make or break, you know, um, especially if you're trying to grow a business um, or you're starting, you know, a, a brand new business. Um, you have to make sure that, you know, you take care of your necessities and then everything that's just a luxury, which like Spotify premium is like doesn't seem like luxury or like getting a new shirt. Maybe doesn't seem like a luxury, but I mean, it kind of is, you know, especially sure when, when yeah. you're in that position of wanting to grow this business. Um at the time, I was like, man, this is impossible. Like, like what? Like, but no, like it is possible. Um, you just have to set your priorities and and sort of, you know, make it work. Um, yeah, you get very creative. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's like, oh, I can make this food and it'll last two weeks. <laughs> like, I'm going to be tired of it, but it's only going to cost me 20 bucks to eat for two weeks. Like, yeah. yeah, it's definitely not easy by any means to, you know, get paid less than you were before and get paid, I don't know, even less than minimum wage, I, I think. Um, you think <laughs> we were getting paid like maybe 50 cents an hour or something. Like cause we were looking, working a lot of hours. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, I think it's possible. Like, like you said, I think you have to just get creative and, you know, just try it out, I guess. <laughs> and I guess under the good, the, the good part here is that, we increase our salary. So it's not like it's a forever sitting at that part, you know? So it's not like you have to realize that it's okay. This is a tough time that I'm going through right now, or this is the time I have to be creative right now. Right. That was, that was the, the light at the end of the tunnel, you know, while you're going through all this is that, yeah, we're suffering now to way bigger payoff. Yeah. Cause I think we could have paid payoff. ourselves more than 500 at the time. Um, and we didn't do that for that long. No, we didn't. No, we increased our salary, but if we paid ourselves that little or we could have paid ourselves a little bit more, but we're like, no, let's actually like, you know, we'll talk about it a little bit later, but like, we don't want to have a z like smaller number in our bank account than, um, in our personal accounts. Like our goal was to build the business, not necessarily to make ourselves personally look like we have mm -hmm. a lot of money. Yeah. All right. So the next one here is, uh, another thing that we learned is that there is a steep learning curve <laughs> with running a business. Um, I think at the beginning, you know, you, you sort of put all your time and effort into the the product, right? Where you're offering your, your clients, but there's a lot more than, than just that. Or, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking about like maybe uh, someone who's starting a bakery, you know, mm -hmm. oh, they might have the, the most awesome recipes for these muffins, but it's way more <laughs> than that. Like that's just like a small portion of, you know, what, what it truly is to, to run a business. Um, so that's where I think like the steep learning curve comes in. It's like, you have to know a little bit of accounting. You need to know about sales tax. You need to learn about for us, like creating proposals, um, insurance, you know, creating websites, you know, for us and, um, marketing, which is what we do, but we still need mm -hmm. to do it for ourselves. Um, hiring, developing a uh, company culture. Um, so there's, there's a lot of things that are involved that from the very beginning, um, and that's something that we as a company agreed upon was, you know, education and making sure that we were, we're staying on top of not just these things, but within our industry, um, and the services that we're offering, um, and the technology and software that we're using that, you know, we're at the very top of knowing, you know, what's going on. 
Um, so we've sort of outsourced some of these things like the accounting and uh, some of the taxing stuff. And um, But at the same time, it's important that we know how they work, you know, mm-hmm. um, and that we just at least have a, a general knowledge of, yeah, how they work. Or, um, well, I think that one of the, an area that, I don't know, I guess is not talked about here is like how to run a business. Even if you go to business school or you go and you have a marketing degree or you have any of these things, like what they teach you there, you retain a little bit of it. And you're like, oh, yeah, I remember just a few things, but it's not the same as, oh, dang, our monthly sales tax are due, our quarterly sales tax are due, our federal sales tax are due, and just making sure to like pay those and yeah. to I mean to do all do everything and I talked to I actually talked to quite a few business owners they're like yeah I didn't pay my monthly sales tax I'm like okay that would scare the crap out of me like you know are people going to audit you or are they going to do something like that like that's just a you know these are huge pieces or a huge part of being able to run a business is you got to make sure that your taxes and your numbers and everything are in the right place mm. yeah all right, number five here is time management is absolutely crucial, which I absolutely agree. Um, yeah, this is something that we talked about when we did the 10 things that we learned from quitting our jobs. Yeah, we it was number about, one. Yeah, it was number one. It was like did you find the Medium article or yeah. the Rainton? Okay. Yeah, I looked it up. Nice. So this one's, you know, part of, part of that one. Because back then, it we, was a huge readjustment to, you know, having a someone above you telling you what you needed to do at what times you know and like we have Mm -hmm. this deadline so when we were starting we had to set up our own you know i guess for us like keep each other accountable Mm -hmm. um so that helps um but yeah absolutely time blocking and and i think for us like having a physical calendar that we can look at and put things in um and create our our own deadlines and things like that um is absolutely crucial Right. We did. We used to time block, I think, at the very beginning. And we were like, let's time block everything. And there was like 10 things like, okay, we're going to do this from this to this to this to this to this. And looking back at it now, I'm like, okay, that was freaking genius. But then we were like, no, that's just too too um, disciplined and detailed that like we shouldn't do that. But now I'm looking, I'm like, we should have just stayed doing that because like we got so much done, but we're like, no, we got free time. You Mm -hmm. know, we should have like a little hour here of wiggle room. So we don't just focus on one thing at one time, which in our, what I'm saying out loud is like, why the heck did we (laughs) think that that was a good idea? Because then you're just like, oh, well like we, we have, I mean for us when we just started out or anybody just starting out, you have very few clients. You have a lot more time. So you're just like, well, I got eight hours to do this one project. Right. Like, I don't need to worry about growing the business. But then you're like, oh, crap. I need to grow the business. Otherwise, I'm not going to be able to have eight hours to do this. So, um, yeah, very smart of us in the beginning. And then we kind of got away from it for a while. And then we've gotten back to it. So mm. calendar blocking is crucial. <laughs> Okay, so this is the time of the podcast where we tell you guys a little bit about us, and I don't think that I'm going to jump into that. You know that we're a marketing agency in Allen, Texas, and this podcast actually breaks down a lot about who we are and how we started the business and just some things that we've learned. So I'm not going to talk about that, but I do want to talk about the 
um, ability for you guys to message us on Instagram and just ask any question. Um, obviously, we were coming 10 things here. We've learned probably quite a few more things than 10 while starting our business. As of the time of this recording, uh, we're, at least for me, Christian quit his job September 10th. I quit my job September 4th. He probably doesn't remember that. Um, yeah, I do. No, you didn't. No. No. So anyway, it's been about four years now, and we've learned more than one or two things. Obviously, we got 10 here, but we got quite a few more. So if you're on Instagram and you want to shoot us a DM and you say, hey, I got a question about this, shoot us a message. We'll be happy to answer any questions for you for free. If you're starting a marketing agency, if you're starting another business, um, if you just want some insight, maybe we don't answer that on the rest of this podcast. We're happy to uh, help you. So just go over to Instagram, bit, at bitbraining. Make sure you follow us. That's crucial. Um, and then shoot us a DM and happy to answer that. All right, we're back. We're back. Nice. I, I really hope that the middle of the intro or the uh, ad spot song is a good song. Or like a, a jingle. Good yeah. Good yeah, shingle. Good shingle. I think it shingles. Yeah. It should be, uh, you know those old cars that like they're like like in the parades nope. you don't know yes yeah. you do know <laughs> we should be that i don't know about that one okay anyway number six <laughs> you need help dude you need help all right so i read number six um i don't need help but <laughs> maybe so Christian talked about this a little bit earlier. Number four with a steep learning curve. And I put on here, number six, you need help because we did hire a CPA. We have hired other business coaches. We have found friends in the industry and you just never know who you're going to be able to bounce ideas off of, who's going to be able to help you or be a professional in a specific area to help you then that you're not best at mm-hmm. example, accounting and, when I said that, it's just more of like business is ridiculously lonely. I'm just thinking like if I didn't have Christian or if Christian was doing it by himself, like we may be um, an owner, a single owner and still have five employees, but it's still the business owner who has to have these conversations. It's still like I see a lot of people who are just solopreneurs and it's like it's ridiculously lonely. So making friends and hiring the right people and uh, like contractors or people to help you out. Um, who specialize in specific areas, absolutely crucial for you to grow. Not for you to survive, I don't think. I mean, it probably will be to survive, but I don't think that you can grow without having or getting help. Yeah, and this is a different version of something that we said in the first one, the 10 things that we learned from quitting our jobs. Mm. Um, And we talked about, yeah, having each other um, as being a huge plus to you know to our success and something that we've recently i don't know do we want to shout out the this company that i'm making a, this is the first letter oh yeah you can do um so vistage which we're not members or anything yet maybe we won't but um they they have a it's just an organization and it's just ceos entrepreneurs business owners um mm-hmm. And you you become a member and then you are able to, just like Aaron was saying, like bounce off of ideas and things that are working in your business, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so, yeah, when we say like you need help, like you need help, yeah, on, on things that you can't necessarily um, do, maybe like accountant. Um, but then again, you want to make sure that you're at least somewhat knowledgeable um, in that field um, so that you can make um, better decisions in there. Um, but having a sort of a, a, a mentor or um, a mastermind type group, uh, which Vistage kind of um, 
gives you um it's absolutely important um and i mean we had each other and we had each other to bounce off of ideas and things like that um so that was hugely hugely um, beneficial for for our success all right so next one we have here is your business will never outgrow you the business owner the business owner yeah and I think that I've heard that before and we've talked about that before, mm-hmm. but it doesn't necessarily, it didn't ever really resonate with me until a little bit later. Um, because I started reading a lot of business books whenever I was probably like 2013, I just, or 2010 to 2013, I read a ton of them. And I remember the CEO of interstate batteries. Um, I had an, it was a cool opportunity to be able to talk to him quite a bit. And he was like, if you want to see where you're going to be at in the next three years, look at the books that you've read in the last three years and you're here now because of those three books or because of those three years of books. But like on that timeline of what you're reading now is where you're going to be. And that's really like a good indication of for us. I think it's like, I feel like things are falling into place, but it's not by like happenstance. It's like, Mm -hmm. Oh, well it just makes sense that we're doing this, but it's like, no, we were reading stuff about this. We were talking about this in our podcast. We were doing this stuff in our business And because we did that, it's really been, we've been in business now for going on almost four years. And like, it's just taken that three years, like year one, we did these things. And now we're like getting the fruits of our labor from that, or we're getting stuff from what we've done before. So just always constantly growing yourself, developing yourself, going to conferences, talking to subject matter experts, becoming more aware of what's going on in your industry and just always learning is going to put you ahead of the competition because most people can't keep up with with that or they don't make it a priority maybe they still can they just don't make it a priority so i think that's why it's so crucial to always be learning because then your business is going to grow dramatically and one last thing before I, i go off of that tangent is that um mark cuban reads three hours a day and he is constantly learning about new tech and new business and new everything. And he's always trying to figure out, okay, what's better? What's, you know, how can I grow? And he's a billionaire. So I don't think that he got to be a billionaire because he just started reading one day and had the time now because he's probably 10 times busier than us. But mm-hmm. um, I guess it's just the point that you've got to constantly be growing and your business will not grow, outgrow your mentality. You put in here stop being the smartest person in the room oh yeah what do i mean by that so and it's something that uh, like whenever we first started going to networking we were easily the dumbest people in the room because we didn't know how to network Mm -hmm. or if we went somewhere (laughs) very seriously had no clue we never took a networking class we never knew how to do anything Mm -hmm. um and even now i don't consider myself a good networker i consider myself a good marketing person who's at a networking event so like 90% 90% of the time people come up to talk to me, mm-hmm. not the other way around. Um, so what I mean by that is like, whether it's your office, whether it's a networking group, whether it's your peers, like I don't want to be around other people where I'm smarter than them. And the reason why is because there's mm-hmm. always going to be somebody to push you to that next level. And if we level out with the people we're at now and I'm like, okay, well these people have, this size of business and these people are this developmentally professional like it gets you to a certain level which is nice because we're younger so like they're older and it's always good to be with those kind of people but now we need to go to that next level and say like okay i'm trying to talk and hang out with 
these kind of people in a room. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm using very generic, generic terms here because I don't want to try to call people out or make it seem like I'm belittling anything, anything, but I just always want to be the dumbest person in the room because that way you really do grow. Mm-hmm. And people can make fun of you. Yeah. They're like, Oh, mm-hmm. okay. We got another one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So next one we have here, number eight of the 10 things that we've learned from running our own business is passion isn't a business model. Yeah. Just because you love something or you like doing it doesn't mean you're going to be successful. Yeah. All right. So, and this is something that I think whenever we first started, I was like, oh no, that's definitely true. Like if you follow your passion, if you follow what, you know, your dreams are, your hopes are, you're going to be successful. And that's just absolute crap. Um, because of what you talked about earlier, you can say Susie or whatever her name was who owned the bakery. Mm -hmm. She loves to cook, but that does not mean that she is an entrepreneur and that does not mean that she's going to have a successful business. Um, she could be the best baker in a huge bake factory or a bakery, but it does not mean that you are going to be a successful business owner. Um, yeah, it's not a, a good business model. Like, how are you going to make this happen? Well, I don't know. I'm, I'm so passionate about it. I love it so much. Okay. Well, what happens whenever you're not passionate or you get in a rut or whatever else? So it's not a sustainable business model. And I think that at least me personally, I'm realizing that is like, you got to like it because you're going to be spending a lot of time doing it. But just your passion alone is not going to be a, an actual business model that will make you successful. Right. I think you put here like, yeah, execution and understanding how to uh, turn a profit are definitely um, way better things to maybe focus on um, in order to, to make it a successful business. Mm-hmm. What is next? Number, oh, no, no way, babe. That means nine. 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 All right, being an entrepreneur is not what society uh, says it is. You know, there's a, there's a few YouTube ads that I've been getting of these guys <laughs> saying, like, yeah, look at me. I'm a, it's a, one of those Amazon FBAs. Yes, um, uh, where he targets you and he's, like, in, a, in an alley. He's like, we're yeah, we, we don't have the Lambos <laughs> or the girls or the mansion. <laughs> Did you watch the whole ad? It was a good ad. Yeah, it was a good ad. And he's like, um, like, and he gets back down and he's like squatting, whatever. And yeah. he's like, you yeah. know, and I think the guy was like a, he's like six foot something. He yes. Used to be like a basketball so player. Yeah. <clears throat> Dang. But yes, the, I guess the point for that ad is like we've, or I guess a lot of, a lot of people still believe that that's like what an entrepreneur is, is like, um, I don't think I put on here like the Lambos cash <laughs> on the ta- on the bed, um, Working for Maui. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, passive income. I'm making one million, one mil a year, um, passively not doing anything. And I was like, that's just so, it's such not an entrepreneur. I don't know what I put in here, but I wrote, like, it was a pretty long a paragraph of basically like being an entrepreneur is like giving up time. It's giving up, um, yeah, it's giving up time with your family. It's giving up resources. It's putting other people before yourself, like literally everybody, your employees, potentially your business partner, potentially your, um, uh, what are they called? Your clients, um, all your taxes, all your money, everything. It's like literally you're sacrificing everything to chase this one hope 
that you'll be able to sustain yourself and be able to pay yourself and live off of being an entrepreneur versus what everybody talks about. It's like, oh yeah, you're an entrepreneur, you own your own business and then, you know, you wear this tie or you, you have these briefcases and you just make money and you have more money than everybody else. Um, and it's, you know, super easy. Like everybody seems like, oh, I'm going to start a business mm-hmm. and then... There's, I think there's a misconception too that, yeah, you own your business you must be loaded, man. Yes. <laughs> or we hear this from not only a shout out to our employees, but also like a bunch of other people who are like, oh, you can't afford that or you don't want to buy that right now. It's just a write off. Yeah. 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 It's, it's like it's we still have to pay for it with real yeah, money. It's not free. <laughs> with real money. Like, oh, yeah, you're one of those people that are stealing in taxes or whatever. I'm like, OK, you really don't know how much we have to pay in taxes. Like it's cringeworthy. Um, so nobody talks about entrepreneurship and maybe that could be a serious like we just talk about the down and dirty of entrepreneurship. Like, oh, yeah, this is what I'm doing today. I'm driving my Honda Civic to work and I'm going to go and pay my sales tax for the month to the state of Texas. Like this is what entrepreneurship is like. Oh, I just got a call from a client. She wants to know why we misspelled her name on an application or whatever. You know, it's just this is real life entrepreneurship and oh we got an employee who wants to leave for a month because whatever reason um they want a vacation and why they would leave for a month i don't know please don't leave for a month (laughs) but it's like that's that's real life entrepreneurship um so i guess what we learned and i don't think that we had this mentality so going back to like what we learned from running our own business i don't think that we had the mentality that sweet, we're going to be entrepreneurs. And then we're going to be like throwing stacks up against the wall. Like, uh, we're going to be loaded. At least I didn't. Um, I don't think that that image doesn't, yeah. Yeah. It doesn't resonate. Yeah. I can see like a guy with like some really dark Ray-Bans and a suit and he's on top of this car. Like, yeah, we're awesome. It's kind of like that. We made it video. We should look mm-hmm. that up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> not really. But, um, but yeah, so I think that's the realization that entrepreneurship is not what you think it is. It's really, it's probably be so much easier for you to go work for a corporation, do exactly what you're going to do, have the security of healthcare, have the security of everything else, do all the things that you love without having to try to run your own business. Yeah. Dude, okay, this last one, we're just happy to have a glass. That was good. Why? I don't know. I just read it. Um... I don't know if you can explain it as well as you wrote it down here, but let's see. Oh, okay. So we're just happy to have a glass. I think will make more sense. That's the title, but I just kind of came off a whim, but I guess it was in my head. So what, what I mean by that is that we were just to give a context. We had no reason or no, um, what is the right word? We were never in a situation where we could just say like, Hey, let's quit our jobs. Um, and to give you some context, like we, September, 2015, we talked about that. Uh, we quit our jobs a week apart from each other, worked remotely. Both of us weren't working in high paying, like, okay, we were both making six figures and we had a ton of money saved up. We did have savings and we did, we could survive a little bit. Um, but we opened the business bank account in January of that year. And I think that we had a little bit more than that, but it was like, we opened the bank account for $2,000 and this was supposed to be our operating expenses. It was supposed to pay us. And we were so naive and our parents thought that we were absolutely crazy because, Hey, look, this is our kids are, you know, these are, I'm about to have a little girl right now. I'm realizing like, okay, if she told me this right now, I'm like, no, 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 I need to take care of you. You need to go find a job that's more secure. Like you're about to just throw your life on the line here. And so we quit our job on a whim uh, worked remotely for a little bit, had $2,000 in our bank account, and then somehow still had the 
the uh, we were just so naive that we thought this could actually work and to make this into something because I think Christian and I talked February of 2015 and we were like I went up there and said hey we need to start a business and then by that summer we were making some real money we made the most money we'd ever made at one time we like got a check it was not a lot of money it was a couple thousand dollars probably mm-hmm. and then we're like all right let's get a bigger check and we got a, a bigger check which is actually a decent amount and we're like all right let's quit our jobs and that was the basis for us to say we're working a lot let's quit our jobs we think we can do something here and it was just that chasing the dream option um so the reason that i say we're just happy to have a glass is that like to see what our business is now i would have never really thought like oh wow we took so much for granted um with that because a lot of people look at the perspective and it's more of the glass half empty or the glass half full and we're like oh the glass is you know half full we can start a business and it's like okay we don't really even have anything in the glass we're just very appreciative to be able to even have the opportunity to quit our jobs to do something um i don't know how you interpreted that but i'm curious to hear how you interpreted what i said there because it was probably way better written than than i said out loud no yeah it was just reading it and realizing that yeah we were crazy dude (laughs) (laughs) very dumb very dumb very crazy um yeah like we we quit our jobs pretty early on um when we didn't have necessarily a lot of yeah security behind this Mm -mm. um so i don't know uh, yeah i want to go back there but I, i don't know what we were what was going through our heads that we said okay yeah now's the time mm-hmm. um, but if we would have went back or something would have been different or if you would have made an extra thousand dollars a month from what you were making at pizza now or if i was making an extra thousand dollars i think we would have been too comfortable to say okay let's let's just stay in this job for a little bit longer let's stay remote and if we would have stayed remote for about another six months i don't think the business would have happened hmm. yeah because there's no way that like maybe we would have built up a little bit more capital but it's hard to maintain clients hard to do that and it's easy for us to work remotely absolutely you should call us to work remotely we're with people all over the country but when your business partner is on a different time schedule for you for work you guys can't talk about the business you can't mm-hmm. figure out taxes plus we didn't have a bank account yet and we're just trying to figure out like okay how would that work um, and it recently, there's a mutual person that we know who's part of our academy. He recently uh, bought out his business partner because his business partner lived in El Paso. And they're like, oh, what are you doing in El Paso? Like, other than me sending you a check, like, we have a bunch of business in Dallas, but, like, there's nothing here that's really going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you would have just been in Tulsa and we were like, hey, I got a bunch of business down in Dallas, like, I'm sending you business, but, like, other than you, like, doing this part of it like hey i'm kind of running the business so i don't think it i don't think it would have worked if we would have kept that route now i don't know but yeah we were definitely crazy um (laughs) (laughs) yeah no i mean that was the only thought that was going through my head it's like just reading this and the way you wrote it it was yeah we had a bank account with two thousand dollars and for some reason that was enough for us to say yeah (laughs) let's do this um and yeah i understand why yeah especially my dad it was very um is he better now? Nervous. Like, is, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Armando, if you listen to this, let us know. He <laughs> tells the truth. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, absolutely. But it, it, even still, it's you know that's one of his first questions. Like, oh, how's the business doing? Like, yeah. how are you doing financially? Yeah. You know, yeah. I was like, yeah, we're doing good. <laughs> yeah. So 
Um, actually, I'm glad that you like the title because I'm going to write a blog post. It's, it is coming up on our four-year anniversary. I was going to title – I actually may title it that, but we're just happy to have a glass. And I was going to break down, like, our whole business and starting up, and then I was going to put a bunch of images of, like, whenever we first started to, like, where we're at now. Mm. Not necessarily for other people. I think more people would get something out of it, but I think it would be more for us to look back at and yeah. to remember. So – um, anyway, we're like five days away, but I've already started like in my head thinking like, oh yes, <laughs> but yeah, cause I mean, even reading that and trying to look back at it, like I wish we would have journaled literally everything. Oh my gosh. You know, like what was going through our heads and like mm-hmm. all that stuff. Cause I would love <laughs> to read that right now. Yes. Well, and what's good actually is I don't do it as well anymore, but we do have two journals where I literally logged, like, for the most part, we went to a lot of meetings together or, like, to a lot of stuff together. Mm, yeah. So I have an actual log of, like, what was going on um, that's sitting over there in the bookcase. So I think I want to get back to that whenever, shout out to Double Edge Notes, get another Double Edge Note and, like, actually say, like, okay, this is what's going on today. We actually covered these things and, mm-hmm. you know, this is some ideas that I have for the business or whatever. Yeah. All right. So I think that's it, right? Yeah, that is. Ten, ten things that we've learned from running our own business. Uh, this is a really fun episode to uh, write out and think about all these things. Um, and maybe things that we sort of take for granted sometimes, you know, um, that we don't really realize until we actually write them down. Mm-hmm. So episodes like these are, are very good for, for us as, you know, entrepreneurs, business owners, and leaders and managers uh, <laughs> of our company. And uh, it just makes us... Um, become better versions of that so uh, if you enjoy listening to this episode um, please let us know um, we definitely enjoyed it um, and I, I think like Aaron said it's more of a, a self-service for us to uh, do these kind of episodes to go back and and see you know what was going through our heads um, at that time period um, but make sure to uh, give us some ratings and reviews on iTunes um, that would definitely help us and the marketing natives uh, grow and if you enjoyed this episode and this episode in particular um, you have anything to say or something that, um, I don't know, stands out for you as a business owner as well, uh, you can let us know on Instagram. Just send us a DM at BitBranding. All right. I think that's it. We'll see you next week. Bye. The Marketing Natives Podcast is a production of BitBranding. 